It's time for Bottom of the Bargain Bin! With Kevin Hart. <laughs> Welcome back to Bottom of the Bargain Bin. I'm your host, Kevin Hart. And my, let me tell you something about my favorite movie, RoboCop. I love that movie so much. Is it the best movie ever made? No, it isn't. My favorite movie for a long time was Goodfellas, and that's probably up there, but... For personal reasons, RoboCop is probably my favorite movie. I saw it a long time ago on TV and fell in love with it ever since. I own almost every release of it. Uh, I'm on the Blu-ray. I helped compile some of the uh, sources for the some of the special features on the television edit of it. So if you watch that section on the Blu-ray, you'll see special thanks to moi. So it's pretty interesting to see a little bit of tidbit there, but <laughs> enough about me. Let's talk about this horrible movie, RoboCop 3. So, RoboCop has had a few different uh, iterations. They had, of course, the sequel, RoboCop 2, this RoboCop 3. And there's also a TV show called Prime Directives, which is live action. There was a, a, uh, a cartoon aimed at young children. And then the recently, about six years ago, it was remade. I'll have to look at the remake sometime. But RoboCop 3 is a, a movie that controversial. I have been very divided. I used to put this movie in a high regard, such high regard, that I almost put it above the original movie. Uh, and that was a long time ago, and I've since then thought it was one of the worst movies ever made. At one point, it was in the middle. But it's always interesting to take a look back at this movie. The first two movies were extremely violent. Uh, the first movie almost got an X rating, and they had to re-edit it 17 times until they were able to cut it down to an R rating. Uh, they upped the violence in the second movie, and then the third movie was PG-13. Now, even though RoboCop was extremely violent, there a lot of kids watched it. That's why they had the kids cartoon. Cartoon came out either in the late 80s or early 90s, but this was a kid's, this was not a kid's property, but it was marketed towards kids very much so, which is kind of in line with how the film is. There's an ad in the original RoboCop for a, a board game that is like Battleship, except it's called Nukem, and you just blow off a nuclear bomb. It's pretty funny, but the, the, they actually did that now with RoboCop. They have all these kids, hey, you can buy the Cap Gun uh, RoboCop at 209. It's, you know, it's a lot of fun. But, so they said, hey, let's market this movie towards kids. One of the main characters is a kid. Uh, all the, vi the violence that is in it is very exaggerated and cartoonish. Uh, the villain is pretty cartoonish. He's this guy who talks with a British accent named McDaggett. And then there's also this uh, Japanese uh, robot with a samurai sword. Uh, it's an odd movie. It's really weird. And... Uh, Look, a movie not being R isn't the basis for it being bad. Some of the best movies ever made are G or PG. It's not that big of a deal. But with a movie franchise like this, it's really... You want it to be consistent with the other movies. And so it being violent is one of those things. And the violence wasn't just violent to be violent. Some of it too was. But it was so over the top, it was almost to the point of parody in that first movie. And there are some, uh, with the violence, there are some things that are thematic that a RoboCop, his arm gets blown off, or his hand at least gets blown off by the bad guys. And he uses uh, a data spike on it. this a hand that was blown off to kill the bad guy at the end. I'm sorry, spoiler for a well over 30 year old movie, but I thought I'd throw that out there because it's a little piece of, piece of information for you there. But this movie, they, they 
marketing. They really wanted to market this movie to kids because RoboCop appears with a jetpack. <laughs> he has a jetpack and some Mega Man arm cannon, if you want to take a look at this. Now, he shoots out, you know, like a, like these bombs out of it, rapid flamethrower shots, you know, and then he flies around on this jetpack. And it's cool. I think it looks pretty cool, but of course, you know... <laughs> Not what he would, you know, the whole thing was that RoboCop was this guy who they turned into a robot, but he was still a cop, and this, it's like, hey, Superman, he's flying through the air, and all this, and the little kid is not much better. Uh, the little girl is the another main character, uh, her name is Nico, she's a computer wizard, she's able to rewire Ed 209, who is the big robot that kills the guy at the beginning of the first movie, she's able to rewire him into this loyal as a puppy, as she puts it. It's a really weird scene. Not, yeah, it's kind of cringy. So the whole basis of the movie is that Omni Consumer Products is rushing people out of old Detroit to make way for Delta City, and they're using the rehabilitation squads, or they're called rehabs, and they use them, in addition to pushing these people out, to uh, cause chaos and say, hey, you know, this is, we have to, uh, OCP, Omni Consumer Products, they have to take care of all of this and they have to take over everything. There's a big corporate takeover happening at the moment with a Japanese company. That's where the Japanese samurai robot comes in. And he is dispatched to take care of RoboCop. And he almost does. He's, he cuts off a couple of his limbs, but RoboCop, of course, comes back as the Nokia brick phone to the, to I guess, the, I don't know, the iPhone robot. I saw that as a, as a comparison one time. I thought it was kind of funny. But anyways, of course, the uh, Japanese samurai robot is not able to take on RoboCop. But there's two of them, and they face off at each other near the end. And our uh, little hero, Nico, was able to reprogram them to fight each other. So this is just a little fun scene. Isn't that so cute? So, uh, the, the RoboCop joins a gang of these rebels, these people that uh, quite literally live underground, some of them, that are running away that don't want to be part of this new uh, rehabilitation program. And they are fighting against the man. There's also some of the cops that fight against them, but of course, there's still some that want to be loyal. And there is a big war out in the streets near the end of the movie, and it's, it's a pretty epic scene. Uh, still... Still pretty silly and on the nose. You have RoboCop flying through the air uh, at, during that scene, and you know, of course, he's just laying down and they're in front of a green screen, and he's circling around shooting at people. But hey, it's for the kids. It's a kids' movie. On top of that, on top of everything, let me tell you about this villain. His name is McDaggett, and he is this. He's I am the owner of this corporation and I am going to take down everybody who's poor and everybody who doesn't think like I do and of course this RoboCop has to go and he's just boring I mean he's just this I am this uh I am the British man and you have to listen to what I say and he gets his legs uh, burned at the end and then he dies in an explosion yay as you can tell, I don't think too highly of this movie anymore. It's fun. I would watch it if it's on TV or something, because it really is just, it's a, it's an odd little movie that 
certainly is not as good as the other two at all. I think Rotten Tomatoes has it at 4%. I think eh, it's a little low. Maybe in like the 30, 40% range, I'd say. Because you can still get some enjoyment out of it. The special effects are... uh, Most of them are pretty decent. Some, Some of them are pretty bad. There's a part where RoboCop is hobbling around and you can clearly see uh, the actor as you can see his like shoulders even though his arm is supposed to be off and speaking of robocop don't know how i didn't mention this earlier i guess i'm going all over the place here the actor who plays robocop is not peter weller peter weller played him in the first two movies he even uh, played him in the kfc ad recently but now is he's, he's played by a guy named Robert John Burke, who does a pretty good job, but his voice is a little bit off. But uh, anyways, you really only see his jaw for most of it, and then his face, and he looks enough like Peter Weller, so I, you know, I, I didn't care as much. It never really bothered me. But it does bother a lot of people, and I think that's... It's a reason some people got turned off from the movie, and I can understand that. That happens if you change the actor playing the character from movie to movie. Aside from that, special effects are fine. Uh, the new Blu-ray transfer looks really good. I got it uh, recently. I didn't work. I didn't work on this one, but uh, I, d- yeah, it's fun to watch. If it's on TV, I would give it a watch. If not, you know, don't break your neck trying to find it. It's not a big deal. Just watch one of the other two if you have to. If you have to watch any of them, you don't have to watch these movies, of course, but. If you have the choice, you don't have to choose RoboCop 3 because it's not that great of a movie, but it's fun. So if it's on TV, I would maybe give it a watch. This has been Bottom of the Bargain Bin with RoboCop 3. I hope you all enjoyed very much. I will see you next time.